Uh, are you forgetful? Because I know I am. Between me and my wife, I'm the forgetful one. She always reminds me of a lot of things, reminds people's names, dates, events, roads, such a huge blessing. Uh, three years ago when I was in internship, uh, doing the internship with Redeemer, one of my huge goals is to know people's names, specifically members. So here I was, the fresh guy, nobody knows me that much, so I did the first thing I need to do is to go to church early, look for the guy that I talked last week, and just converse, engage. So that was the motivation. That Friday came, jump right up, I saw Mark. I'm just calling him Mark, okay? So I saw Mark, and I called out to him, hey, Mark, how are you going? I hugged the brother, you know, the culture of Dubai, the Redeemer, hug and shake, drank coffee to him. I said, you know what, I was so blessed, Mark, by the testimony last week. I prayed for you, and I still remember that joke that you gave me, and I was just laughing my head off, and... And Mark touched me by my shoulders, looked at me straight in the eye. And what he said, I will never forget till this day. Brother, I am not Mark. (laughs) So he reminded me who he was, what his name was. And that is the, the most humiliating thing that happened to me a few years ago that nobody knows of, except now. You know, it's a sad reality that we Christians have a tendency to forget as well. When tough tough times come, or when we morally fail, when tragedy happens, discouragement, we can easily forget God's promises. We can easily forget what Christ has done for us. We can easily forget who we are in Christ. And if a church fails to remember who they are now in Christ and what they are called to do, there will be division in the church. There will be quarreling, arrogance, immorality, and factions. And such was the case of the church in Corinthians. In the first nine verses of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul wanted this young church in Corinth who's going through series of issues to be encouraged in their faith by reminding them God's work of grace in their lives through Christ Jesus. You know, I believe as the Lord grace us here at Redeemer Church of Dubai with its sixth year, We know that it's not going to be easy journeying towards our 7th, our 8th, our ninth, and Lord willing, 50th year. There will be challenges, struggles, suffering as we commit to the gospel ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need, as a church, to constantly remind ourselves of the work of grace the Lord has done, is doing, and will do in our lives The main point of the message or devotional this evening is this. Redeemer Church of Dubai, we must remember to look back, look forward, and persevere. Look back, look forward, and persevere. I'd like to invite you to open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 
I will be focusing on verses 4 to 9. I will not read through all the passage, but given the time we have, I will go through it as we go through the points. So first of all, look back. What do we mean when we say look back? Look back on the cross of Christ. Look back on the cross of Christ. Redeemer, look back on the cross of Christ. Verse 4, I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus. Paul here did not thank the Corinthians for any admirable qualities that they possess, but thank God for extending grace to them through Christ Jesus. He is reminding them, that it was God who granted saving grace to them and not by themselves. Corinth is a lot of ways similar to Dubai. It's a huge, thriving metropolis, a place of commerce which is populated by mixed ethnic groups. It's a place where cultures collide, where vices are indulged and openly celebrated, a place of unending vanity, Temple prostitutes everywhere in the streets. A place of sexual immorality is rampant. And where the rich squander their wealth. This is a sin city. When Paul came and preached the gospel of grace of Jesus Christ to this place, many came to faith in Christ Jesus. Now after a few years of planting this church, Paul writes to them and reminds this young church to look back and remember who they were before and how Christ saved them. Paul's reminder that Corinthians still echoes to our ears today. As a church, we must continue to look back and remember who we were before and what Christ has done. So who were we before? Well, the Bi- uh, there's a list that the Bible tells us who we were before. We were all once people of darkness. We're slaves to sin, unholy, self-righteous, blasphemers, God-haters. People who enjoy listening to preachers who tickle our ears with false gospels. People who worship traditions, programs, activities, rather than serving and worship the true living God. People, people who were more concerned about our image than making God look good. We were lovers of ourselves, lovers of pleasures. We were all objects of God's wrath. There's nothing attractive, lovable, adorable about us. In God's righteous justice, we deserve death. Because God's holiness demands it. But we must also remember that God, instead of exercising judgment, granted grace. Send his son Jesus Christ on the cross to be judged in our place. He died on our cross for our sins so that we might have life. Redeemer Church of Dubai, look back. Look back at the cross of Christ. We were once enemies of God, but now, friends, we were once children of darkness, but now children of light. We were once slaves to sin, but now are servants of righteousness. We must keep reminding ourselves of the gospel. My hope is that our hearts are stirred in gratitude to our glorious Savior as we look back to His faithfulness. Remind ourselves of the glorious truth of the gospel. Now here's the beauty about the gospel. 
Not only did it reconcile us to God, but it also reconciled us to each other. This is one of the reasons why God has granted grace gifts to the church. Verse 5 to 7. That in every way you were enriched in Him in all speech and knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any gift. The Corinth church, or the Corinthian church, is a gifted church. In all speech, in all knowledge, prophecy, tongues, these gifts were given to them by God in order to fulfill what God has called them to do. God has raised us, Redeemer Church, with members who have variety of spiritual gifts. So what does this mean? This means that some spiritual gifts that I need, that you need, were given to our family members. So this means that we as a church must continue to have a growing reliance to one another and exercise these gifts to serve and build each other up. To glorify the Lord. Not only was Paul encouraging the faith of the Corinthians by reminding them to look back on the cross of Christ, but also, number two, to look forward to the coming of Christ. To look forward to the coming of Christ. Verse 7, so that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. The revealing of Christ. This means that the great day of the Lord's return, where we can see him physically, bodily, in all his glory on earth. That is an amazing day. Now, why should the Corinthian church, now wait a minute, why should Redeemer Church of Dubai look forward to the coming day? Why? Why should we be excited? Because on that day, God will make everything right. This gives us hope to the suffering saints. This means that he will execute, exercise vengeance on those who persecuted the church. He will give judge, he will judge those who had rejected and opposed the gospel. He will abundantly reward those who have persevered under intense trial. He will justify truth on behalf of those who have been slandered. All our labors for him, whether it is done publicly or privately, are not filthy rags in the sight of this holy God. When he returns, there will be no more pain, no more tears, no more sickness, no more heartaches, no more deaths, no more abandonments, no more injustices, no more rejection, no more separation, no more loneliness, no more shame, no more fear, no more sin. Listen, suffering saints. Do not be disheartened. Remember to look forward to the coming of Christ. If you are here today and you do not have a relationship with God exclusively through Jesus Christ, this second coming of Jesus is something not to be celebrated, but to be dreaded. Because the second coming of Christ is judgment to those 
who rejected his son's first coming. Jesus in his first coming lived the perfect life that we could not died on the cross that we deserve. He lived, died so that we might live. If you have not repented from your sins and put your faith in Christ's finished work on the cross, you should dread the second coming of Christ. So to the saints who are laboring and suffering For and because of the gospel, the message of our God is this, press on. Press on. As we continue trusting in the Lord, as we continue laboring for the gospel, as we continue doing the work He has called us to do, regardless of intense pain, suffering, rejection, failures, brokenheartedness, weakness, we must press on. Why? Because verse 8, God will sustain you to the end. Guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. His name is Faithful, by whom we were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Sustain here means to make you firm and stable. This means that God is committed to keep us believing in His Son. If God has called you, He is faithful to keep you persevering in the faith. John Piper, in his talk, Sustained by the Faithfulness of God, comments on this, and I quote, The assurance of the believer is not that God will save him even if he stops believing, but God will keep him believing. God will sustain you in faith. He will make your hope firm and stable to the end. He will cause you to persevere. Redeemer Church of Dubai, as we strive to be faithful gospel witnesses here in the Arabian Peninsula and beyond, we will face oppositions. We will face persecutions, rejections, sickness, poverty, even death. Remember God's grace. Remember God's grace which is sufficient for us. Look back on what Christ has done on the cross and look forward to His glorious return and do not lose heart. Press on. Because He who began a good work in you, in me, will be faithful till the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the work of grace that you have done in our lives. Thank you for encouraging our faith tonight by reminding us of your grace to us on the cross. I pray, Father, for your own glory, for your own praise, that you would restore to us the joy of your salvation. Yes, Lord, it is your salvation because we could never save ourselves. For this we are eternally grateful. I pray pray that as we go back to the gospel ministry that you have entrusted to us, I pray that we would finish well, that we would finish strong, that we would make your name glorious to the watching world. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.